0: Information security, it seems like we're often faced with the same problems and the same solutions, only to find that we're faced with the same problems and the same solutions. How do we get out of this seemingly endless cycle? Hi, I'm Matthew Schwartz, Executive Editor with Information Security Media Group, and I'm speaking with Chris Thomas, better known to many people as Space Rogue. Chris, thanks very much for joining me. Thanks for having me. LinkedIn had a big breach about four years ago, a few weeks ago. We found out that the breach was not just a little bit worse than we thought, but a whole lot worse. But what we also found out is it's just yet another breach involving lots of really bad passwords. LinkedIn failed on its password storage, and so many users failed on their password picking. How do we get out of this cycle?
1: It's a good question. I mean, we constantly see breaches over and over again where password, usernames, email addresses get dumped. And while a lot of people don't think that information is all that important, oh, it's two years old, it's just an email address. It really can be valuable to phishers or other attackers and people who reuse passwords become very vulnerable to those sorts of things. So how do we get out of that? I mean, we have the knowledge, we have the technology know-how to solve these problems. right? We know how to store passwords with salts and encryptions, and we have two-factor authentication. We can force people to choose better passwords you know, with numbers and uppercase letters, etc. So we have the knowledge and technology, but for whatever reason, it's not being applied. And that still leaves people at risk. Is it
0: almost like culturally speaking, we need some kind of a moonshot here, some kind of a massive campaign?
1: Yeah, that gets brought up a lot. Like people say, we need a moonshot, or we need a Calistoga incident, or the river was on fire, or we need a Pearl Harbor. Uh, I can't believe I just said that. But that sort of analogy comes up a lot, where we need some wake up call, but We've had hundreds of wake-up calls. We had OPM recently, the Office of Personnel Management breach. We had Target, we had Home Depot. We had all these other breaches that go back in time and they just keep recurring over and over again. So we've had the wake-up calls. Either the alarm is not loud enough or we're just keep hitting the snooze button. So how do we solve that problem? I don't know yet. When it comes
0: to this kind of deja vu security problem, another big one is patches. For years, people have been saying, prioritize
1: patches, patch
0: quickly. Has anything really changed with that?
1: No, it's probably gotten worse. I mean, if you talk to any pen tester, they'll still tell you that MSO867 is their guaranteed entry into any network. And for those who don't know, it's an old XP vulnerability from eight years ago. So you still have patching problems. Companies are issuing the patches, but they're not being applied. And that comes down to constrained resources inside of an organization. They don't know how to properly rank what patches to apply and what time scale. Because on a large organization, there's just so many patches and so few time to do it need a way to prioritize that activity. And for whatever reason, it's not being followed. But again, the attacker only needs one hole, and one patch that wasn't applied allows the attacker inside access, then he moves laterally, gains, elevates his privileges, and you know, game over.
0: Another problem that we hear about a lot is data. People don't know what they have, where they have it, A long time security recommendation has been devote the lion's share of resources to the things that need the most protection. But if people don't know what they have or where it is, obviously that paradigm's out the window. Right, so
1: the analogy I've used a lot is protect the crown jewels, which makes sense here in the UK. But to do that, you have to identify the crown jewels. And not just data, but also systems. It's amazing how many people do not know what's on their network, what machines are on the network, what data's on the network, what applications they have. I heard a good analogy today where somebody was talking to a retailer, and the retailer was like, I can tell you exactly how many cans of beans I have in which stores, on what shelves, how many I will sell tomorrow at one o'clock, but I can't tell you how many computers I have on my network, right? And that's a fundamental problem that we have in the industry and in organizations is the data is unknown, the systems are unknown. The visibility isn't there. And that really is the first step. You can't protect it if you don't know about it. So if you don't have that visibility into your network, you're gonna have problems because everything else is based on that. You can't prioritize your patches if you don't know what patches you need to apply, right? So it all builds off that one fundamental step.
0: When it comes to tackling these pervasive but seemingly won't die
1: security problems that we have, any parting words of wisdom? Keep trying. It's a hard problem, it's not gonna go away. I think we really need to focus our resources on prioritizing our issues and try to do more with less. You know, stop trying to find the magic bullet solution. Stop buying point solutions, as I call them, where you buy one product to solve your AV, one product to solve your phishing, one product to solve something else. And what you end up with is these various point solutions that all try to do everything, and all of them do nothing. It's basically your defense in depth model, where you have layers upon layers of security, and you hope if the bad guys get through one, they won't get through the second. Well, we know now that this model is broken. Right, defense in depth does not work. And how do we know that? Because they keep getting in. So we really need to take a more holistic approach of our security, uh, a more comprehensive view of our network so that we have full visibility as to what's going on. Once we have the visibility, we can take that data and put it into context so we can take action against it. And is there virtue in starting small anyway in this case? Well, I think one of the problems that you have with starting small is that people are more concerned about pushing their product out the door, right? We have a business, we gotta keep the business running. And we'll worry about security later. We'll put the security on after. We really gotta put the security on from the beginning. Case in point IoT, right? Internet of things where there's little to no security on the devices, they got hard-coded passwords, they got open Bluetooth, whatever. Because the security was an afterthought because they wanted to push the product out the door. And I think somehow we've got to convince people that the security needs to be put on at the front. We've been saying that for a long time. We have.
0: I think it's the next thing we'll be talking about in 15 or 20 years, oh, if
1: IoT had only had security built in from the beginning. Well, hopefully in 15 to 20 years, the IoTs that are on the market then will have some security in them. It's going to be a long, painful road to get there, because we've got not only consumer IoT to worry about, but industrial IoT, we've got medical IoT, All these other industries, and there's probably another IoT that we haven't even thought about yet that's coming around in the next couple of years that's going to go through the same growing pains that we're going through now. So hopefully we can get there quicker than we did 10 years ago.
0: Chris, thanks very much for your time today. Thanks for having me. For ISMG, I'm Matthew Schwartz. Thank you for joining us.